Welcome, welcome, welcome. You guys have just joined the one, the only Back Row Show Raiders. The Back Row Show Raiders cast brought to you by the Network One. Bringing you your latest news about them Las Vegas Raiders. I'll be your host tonight. The Network One. The Network One. Yes, yes, yes. You are joined by the hooligans. If you guys want to hop over to Network One over on Twitch.com, you can join us to answer, ask questions, and join us in the conversation yourself. If not now, it'll be later and it'll be greater. Let's go, y'all. Shout out to everybody from the network. Um, The network is throwing off something new, and I'm glad to be a part of it and have the opportunity to come in here and bring y'all some content. It revolves around the NFL. It revolves around the now Las Vegas Raiders, and I can even sprinkle in some fantasies. So to be a member of the Back Row Show, and if you guys don't know what that is, check out the Back Row Show um, Fantasy Football. Um, It's a, um, a network of 32 hosts. And each host has a team. And I was very fortunate to end up with my hometown Raiders to represent in the network. Um, this is something new and it's fresh and I'm glad to be a part of it. But I might have said that already. We got um, somebody representing the Dolphins on the back row show. We got somebody representing the Jets on the back row show. I think we got Eagles. You guys must check it out. I will put in the description in the notes the link to the back row show website. If you guys hop over here on Twitch, I haven't set it up yet, but I will put that in the panels. I will be. This is our very first show. Very first show. Episode one. So what I did uh, yesterday was I wanted to take us back a couple of steps. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of people may be new to football in a way of like in Las Vegas per se, because that's this is now the Las Vegas Raiders. So every year the NFL and sports, what up, what it do? Thank you so much for that lurk and those a hundred bits. Thank you at twitch.com. Shout out to Silver Hulk. Let's get it. Let's get it. Our very first podcast donation. Look at there. Um, so, um, I wanted to take a look back for somebody who might be a new Raiders fan. Um, we get an influx of influx of new fans every year, whether you like it or not. And it's like, uh, Papa got a brand new band or bag. You, you call it what you want, Mr. James Brown, but the Raiders got a new home and they're, they're going to have some new fans to join them. So a lot of these new fans, because this is uh, Generation X, what, what generation are we in? They they don't know the Raiders' history quite like myself. So we go get over here, and um, I'm going to break a couple of things down to you, you new fans that you guys might not know about the Raiders. I got you. Don't worry about that, Craig. Um, uh, I'm going to start off with John Gruden. You know, um, when, you, when you, you're dealing with, like somebody who's has the mind of John Gruden, he has a, a monster mind in the knowledge of football. So when he has a team that he's in charge of. We're going to start with the captain of the ship. And this is not his first rodeo, as I might have forementioned. He was a Raiders head coach before, and he was pretty much 
involved in a ground groundbreaking trade back in 2002. So let's let's take a jump in our time machine and go back to 2002 when uh, uh 2001, should I say, uh John Gruden was traded. That's right. Traded from the Oakland Raiders to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For what? For what network? He was traded for two first round picks and two second round picks and eight million dollars. Subsequently, after he was traded to the Bucks, he took the Bucks to the Super Bowl against who? Guess. Yes. Yes. The Oakland Raiders. Guess who won that game? We ain't going there. We not going there. But so he was traded to a team for two number ones and two number two round draft picks. He went to a team and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of what happened. Well, well, how did it work out for the Raiders? Well, I guess we can say the Raiders actually went to the Super Bowl that year. So they, they were good, right? Well, if you're going to trade away an asset um, to another team and they go to the Super Bowl, I think that other team wins that trade. Unless, possibly, you're able to um, get some pieces with those Draft picks, right? 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 Does this sound familiar to you guys? I'm, we're going to get to that, but when Gruden came back, didn't he make huge trades? And how he walked out the door was a huge trade. Now, let's 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 think back. Um back in 2002, the following the year he was traded, and following the year that um all this went down, the Raiders had three first round draft picks, right? Um, one of the picks that they garnered for trading Gruden from Tampa Bay was traded to New England. So they ended up having two first round picks there um um left. Okay. Um I don't know where they got one of those picks. So with their 17th overall pick that year, they picked Philip Buchanan. Right? He was decent out of, out of the U. He was out of the U. Um, okay, okay. But with their 23rd pick, which I think was one of those Tampa Bay Buccaneers picks. I got this written down. They picked Napoleon Harris, linebacker from Northwestern. I kind of vaguely remember him, but I remember Buchanan a lot more. He was a player. He was a player. But in that year, a mistake was made. And anybody, hindsight is 20-20 when we go back and look at this, right? If I would have known, would have, could have, should have. I would have won a couple of Super Bowls. But in that year, with the number 23 pick, they picked Napoleon Harrison, linebacker. With their 17th pick, they picked Philip Buchanan at cornerback, right? That year with the 24th pick, Ed Reed was picked by the Ravens. So if you were picking a defensive back, and okay, of course, Ed Reed didn't play cornerback. But you picked a linebacker. And, eh, oh, and a Hall of Famer just out your grasps. You know, you could have changed... You could have changed the um, trajectory of your team if you picked Ed Reed. I, I didn't look back into the fact of what um, what they roster was like that year. Maybe we will do that in the future if you guys want to want to do that. I, I can't take a look into that. Um, funny thing that that I came up with from looking through this stuff was back in two thousand two. That is, you know who was the the uh, the number one overall pick? I just found this funny and a coincidence. David Carr. We're going to get to Derek Carr, but David Carr was the number one overall pick that year. 
I am laughing for those of you guys who can't see. So pretty much it was a wash on pretty much all the capital they got from Tampa Bay from the Gruden trade. The following year, they were able to pick up Langston Walker, an offensive tackle out of Cal. You know what the Raiders love? their Cal players. Um, but that I would say that he was a really good player for a long time. But um, in the second round, they picked a tight end, um, Doug Jolly. I remember him out of BYU. He was decent. In that draft, they pretty much swift two rounds later on Brian Westbrook, who was taken later. Um, another number one pick that they picked. They like picking defensive backs as well. Um, in 2003, they spent the 32. That was after the, the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. So that pick, that first rounder that they got, wasn't necessarily a good one. But they were able to pick up um, Tyler, uh, Brayton Tyler, a defensive end, with the 32 overall pick in that draft. Osios Ominura was picked with the 56 pick in that draft. That was a slight miss right there. They did draft good that year, though. They was able to get Nadi Asuma. Oh, did I say that right? <laughs> um, with the 31st overall pick that year. They pretty much didn't get anything of value in 2004. In the second round, they picked up uh, Jake Grove, a center. Eh, but they passed up a round later on Nick Hartwick. And I think he was out of Purdue. That rings a bell. So I just dug into a bunch of things, and they pretty much got nothing out of those picks. If you consider Langston, uh, the office of tackle, uh, Langston Walker, was a super find, but that was pretty much it they got out of those those draft picks. Um, and they gave up $8 million for Gruden. What, what I found shocking and amazing is, let me see if I can pull it up here. I found it really interesting that John Gruden, in his career, is only four games over 500. So I wanted to point that out. Um... I want to take a second to to ask everybody, what do they think is a a reasonable expectation to have for the Las Vegas Raiders this year? I'm talking record-wise. If I would be able to say this year, this move into the new era for the Raiders was something that was productive, at the minimum, I think the Raiders should get 10 wins. Will 10 wins get them into the playoffs this year? With a, They're adding an extra playoff team? That's possible. 10 wins is, isn't what it used to be. They have the Kansas City Chiefs in their division, and you know they're going to be probably right up there at the top. So looking back at last, set, last year's 7-9, they were kind of in the race late in the season and they were put in positions time and time again where uh, just Carr couldn't make a play they didn't seem hungry enough of course they were um, banged up even with Josh Jacobs um, having a stellar rookie season um, a lot of injuries and things of that nature um, I don't I don't see them being able in John Gruden's third year to not be able to improve on the arc they are. Let's look at it like this. In 2018, the Oakland Raiders were 4-12. Uh, and 12. Abysmal. Abysmal, right? Last year, they were 7-9. and nine, But they didn't go on a three-game increase. I want to see that, that arc to continue. And they have to win three more games than last year to be like, okay, this 10-year contract that Gruden has that will 
is 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 lifetime it's not going to make sense if they're not improving every year and another thing that i found out that was pretty darn interesting in the clause in gruden's contract guess what there's a no trade clause so they can't trade him <laughs> he made sure that was in there too from what i understand but so what happened last time, there's some protection other than him saying um, he waived his no-trade clause. We're pretty much stuck with the guy. Okay, Pumpkin? Okay. So I thought that was pretty darn interesting when I got to digging around in that stuff. And he he's also said to be quoted if he fails the Raiders in this $100 million contract that he has, he's not going to take the Raiders' money. What we got to figure out is... When do we determine he's a failure? Uh, we're three years into this this tenure. Is it year five? We say, okay, yeah, this ain't working and go our separate ways. They have to be married and tied to each other in various different ways as far as this new stadium, this move, all the roster moves that was made. I'm going to refrain and try to do my best not to say certain players' names because it's not all on him. Um, there's some personnel signings that is very questionable but it's kind of flows into the history of how the raiders operate if you don't know um just grown up players um players not necessarily past their prime per se but we love the carson palmers we love the rich gannons we love the charlie gardeners we love the um, uh, uh, these players are all exceptional players to in additions the jerry rice's did you guys know jerry rice played for the the raiders you didn't did you young buck oh whippersnappers <laughs> um but other than that um i i thought we will start with ooh, we'll start with the coach I was, i'm showing my information um and what 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 where do you guys think we go next with this i think we'll go next over to the signal caller Carr himself, um, if you watched a lot of the Raiders games last season, you was able to see something um, that was kind of obvious. He looked a lot of loss at times. Um, he didn't have any weapons. They were able to quadruple team um, his tight end Waller. Um, I don't know what happened over the span of two seasons of the Raiders having um, one of the better offensive lines in the NFL. And then when you watch them, they don't, they're, they're banged up. They're quite expensive. They don't seem to gel as well as they did a couple of years ago. And um, Carr just doesn't look um, comfortable at all in the pocket. Um, it seems like he tries to do too much in, in very dire situations. And it never, it never goes his way. And that 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 right there has to stop. So in, in looking into Derek Carr, um, one thing I noticed, which was really surprising, is in the Raiders' history, there has not been a signal caller that has been the starting quarterback for the Raiders longer than Carr. That is a fact. You can look it up. It goes back to... Uh, six years, Ken Stabler was the starting quarterback for the Raiders. Um, last year, guess what? Carr's sixth year. He's going into his seventh year. I know what you're going to say. What about Mariota? 
Uh, they brought him in to give some competition, and we heard recently um, he is quoted saying that this is uh, Carr's team. I think Carr is going to be on a, a lot shorter lease, leash. You call it what you will. Uh, Gruden, I think he wants to put something into play, maybe have some packages for his more mobile quarterback. I applaud them trying to get a backup because a backup is something that we haven't necessarily had over since Gannon, maybe. Name name a backup that was, have you seen the list? And I should probably go look it up of the quarterbacks that the Raiders have had over the last 20 years. Um, you would be surprised. Hey, hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. So David Carr has only missed two games in his whole career going into his seventh year. And it, that does not seem right, does it? Nope, 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 nope. Let me make sure that I'm quoting this correctly. Don't want to give y'all no bad news, but we all know that David Carr had the horrific, what is it, broke his leg in one game. Um, the Raiders really was doing well that year. And didn't he break a bone in his back another let me grab that those stats right now. If you guys have any questions, um, any interests about the Raiders, feel free to ask them in chat. If you guys are happen to be listening to this later, go sh- be sure if you want to, you can check it live on twitch.com. I am the network one. Take the uh, ease out and put some threes and we all good. Let me see. David Carr. Derek Carr. Okay, I am correct. Um, yes, he missed one game in 2016, one game in 2017. It's been in the league. Um, oh, okay, I am. I've misspoken. This is his sixth year, so he will be tied for the most years as a Raiders starting quarterback. No, no, I'm right. I'm right. He's going into his seventh. Had to recount that. Had to recount that. So I thought that was pretty surprising that he's going into his seventh year and he has only missed two games. So that says, that doesn't say, um, that says Iron Man. Um, you know, you don't come across quarterbacks or players necessarily like that to have the, the injuries, a broken leg. And I want to say it was a vertebrae in his back. Um, um, separate seasons um, last year whether you know it or not he passed his passing percentage was 70 percent which is pretty darn good he threw for 4,000 yards 21 touchdowns and eight interceptions that seems like that should be something that puts them in the right position right good passing percentage um he needs to get his, his touchdowns up. The offense ran through Josh Jacobs and on the ground. Um, but without having any weapons on the outside, having um, Terrell Williams um, plantar fasciitis in his foot half of the year, scored four straight touchdowns, first four games, and did absolutely nothing the rest of the season. Um, they brought in the, the presence of um, the Cowboy, Jason Witten, to solidify um, – that tight end room, I think that's more of a teaching um, teaching a pro how to be a pro move, and I'm, I'm all for that. It's a roster spot that will 
B. I would love to see him go into coaching and hopefully um, this is the, just a start for um, Mr. Jason Winton as long as he stays out the, um, the booth. Let's keep him out the booth. Let's not do that experiment anymore. But other than that, he's going into his seventh season, which will make him the longest tenured um, um, Raiders quarterback ever. And I thought that was pretty interesting. Where did they get a load of me, huh? Where did it be? Any Raiders fans in chat have any questions? Um, I was going to go into next the trade between um, Amari Cooper going to the Cowboys and Khalil Mack going to the Bears. Um, that pretty much has turned into Cooper has turned into Jonathan Abrams and Josh Jacobs is came over from the Khalil Mack trade um, pretty much directly. This year, um, the Raiders have another pick from the Bears, and we hopefully they'll be able to hit a home run with that pick. And now that we see what the Chicago Bears were is facing with not having a sound quarterback to name of, the defense took a step back last year. Um, Khalil Mack is being paid like top dollar. Um, and they were able to turn Khalil Mack into Jonathan Abrams and Josh Jacobs. Let's start first with Jonathan Abrams. Jonathan Abrams, if you guys don't know, is the strong safety out of Mississippi State. It seems like he's never been out of Mississippi. I'm not trying to be hot takeish or anything, but there's some growing up to be done there. And he is a hard-hitting, ball-hawking, um, instinct-driven, physical player. And I think he's going to be an um, um, uh, excellent Raider for years to come. The thing is, um, he only knows one speed. He's still very young, and there's some aspects to the game that he still has to learn. And um, I believe it was week one of the season, he took out another Raider on a bang-bang play and pretty much took himself out for the rest of the season. Um, that's not something that can be predictable, and hopefully it's not something that it will be um, Achilles' heel for such a talented player. But like I said, from the looks of it, if you guys watch Hard Knock, it does not look. I'm not sure if he's even from Mississippi, but the joke going is he's never been outside of Mississippi. So how will he react to being in an atmosphere such as Las Vegas? Has he ever been to a place like Las Vegas? I was 27 years old till I had ever been to Las Vegas. And it's, it's very well possible. And those are things to take in consideration. Hopefully he can come and bring some of that energy. Their third-round pick, Mullins, cornerback, he looked it pretty good. It looks like not as good as Max Crosby, which is a steal. So they've been drafting um, better than expected. They, they look like they've uncovered some gems. That defensive line, the middle of it is getting stauncher. Still isn't getting the kind of production we wanted out of Colin Farrell, but that's a change. Colin Farrell, I think that's his name. I, I sound such, such like an actor, doesn't it? Um, but um, he looked at a gassed a lot. Like he didn't have, I don't know if he's going to turn into a player that just comes in on passing downs. He looked like he was overwhelmed in, in um, the rushing game. But the Crosby guy, whoa, he can get up. He, he I think he's going to be special in a sense of, he is, seems like to have a, a really good base and core strength, but he's not, known for going by the quarterback. He gets near the quarterback. He's going to get his guy. He's going to get his man. So then you can't really teach that. Like some of these players, they, their first 
move is so explosive and they make a crease and they they see that 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 pie in the sky they get all excited and they they run by the quarterback they the quarterback is so easily able to evade that hunger um closing speed they don't take in consideration um that they're on a slope you know I'm, I'm not sure if you're getting me but some people can 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 get around that edge or make a move and the quarterback is right there and they get so excited they get so excited they forget their 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 keys um they give the quarterback an out so max crosby crosby is not that guy um moving forward in this draft the raiders have two first round picks and we were talking about this over in the facebook group for the fantasy football leagues um, it's going to be difficult to get what they need and hit a home run in the first round, in my opinion. Uh, welcome to the stream. Welcome to the stream. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be difficult to get what they need and try to hit a home run in the first round searching for, we all know they need a wide receiver, but that's not all they need. They need a lot. So, in history in the last 10 years, and we can probably go take a look at this. Let me pull it up for you guys. And then this is no secret. We all know this. We all know this. It's, you're not guaranteed a stud or a wide receiver one or all pro at the wide receiver position just because you got a number one overall pick. That's just not how, how, how it has went in the last, say, 10 years. Come take a walk with me. So as I say this, I posted this up in the Facebook group. Uh, from 2010 to 2019, only five first-round wide receivers have managed to become an all-pro. Now, I don't want this to be mistaken for, um, well, if they're not an all-pro, that don't mean they're not good. Well, you're using first-round draft capital on a wide receiver. I don't we get mixed up in the terminology of what a wide receiver one is in the NFL and what a wide receiver one is to fantasy players. So this, that may be something that is construed a little bit, a tad bit much. Okay. So with that being said, I wish I can, I made a, a, a blooper over here and I wish I can block out the comments, but I can't. Uh, yeah, I did that. So, what does that tell us? Odell Beckham Jr., Des Bryant, Mike Evans. I got to speak these out because I got to remember we're, we're recording a podcast currently right now. DeAndre Hopkins and Julio Jones are all the five wide receivers since 2010 that became all pro that were drafted in the first round. That's not a bad list. What's funny is I want to say two of these guys, I should have checked this, were drafted in the same draft, if not three. Mike Evans, Hopkins, and Beckham. Was that the same draft chat? Let me know in chat. So there's a 15% chance in the last 10 years um, you're going to get a wide receiver one or all pro if you take a wide receiver in the first round. That's a lot of data right there. That's a lot of data. Oh, what what you want to know? How many wide receivers were drafted in the first round in the last 10 years? 35. So five of those. If I was to name off some of these names, some of these names didn't even make it one year in the league. And that's that's astonishing. So I network. Why do you bring this up? Why does this matter? Because the Raiders need a wide receiver. They need more than a wide receiver. Who did they pick up? Nelson Aguilar. We not going there. 
we not going there. Who did they pick up? Uh, um, um, oh, they picked up somebody else. Um, Jason Witten, Terrell Williams, Hunter Renfro. We just picked up somebody recently. But yeah, there's going to be a lot of help needed in that offense. Um, I think moving forward, if, say for instance, the Raiders have their eye on a prize, and there's somebody in particular that they want. With that first pick, I guess they have to take them. But say, for instance, they the guy they want gets picked. Um, I say take the best stud available. Don't think you have to take a wide receiver. Say you have a number one wide receiver that you want. You can grab multiple wide receivers on day two. You can, I looked already because I was wondering what's out there free agent wise. I don't understand how the Raiders are allowing the Texans. And I'm not a big fan. Don't get me. No. Of the Texans grabbing Brandon Cooks. Now, I think Brandon Cooks is a slot receiver, but does have some outside experience with the New Orleans Saints and the New England Patriots. If I'm not mistaken, correct me. Correct me in chat. Um, if you added him, at least you're bolstering. In your line, and then we—I know about the concussions. Just hear me out. You're—you're making—you're putting someone else on the field that has to be guarded, right or wrong. So, so you have to guard Brandon Cooks. Now there's health concerns and whatnot, but you couldn't trade a second round pick. You have capital. It was no way for you to get um, Brandon Cooks on your team, and that's just an example, you guys. I'm just—I don't understand how Nelson Aguilar is, and it's a—it's the contract. Oh my God, they got him for peanut, peanuts on the dollar. Um, but there's somebody I'm forgetting too that they signed. But uh, Marcel Aitman, what are, what are you doing? You can't just throw all your eggs in one basket here in this draft, okay? Okay, pumpkin. So I say, if you got a number one wide receiver coming up in a couple of weeks, if that wide receiver is gone, grab the best stud. Grab a multiple wide receivers. Throw the dice on a couple of wide receivers later in the draft. Don't don't add to this list of maybes. I don't know. Linebacking core needs help. Um, I'm liking the defensive line as a youth core. Um, offensive line, they've, they've, they've put so much draft capital into that offensive line and a lot of money, but a tackle could be used. I don't know the health of Mr. Hudson or where that is going, going forward. Um, they lost Carl Joseph to the Cleveland Browns. Um, Jonathan Abrams. Don't don't bet the farm on wide receivers in the first round. Trade back. Trade back if you can. If you can, Raiders. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Is this thing on? Is this thing on? All right. Let's let's check up with chat and see if we have any questions here. I hope the Raiders do well in Las Vegas as a Bears fan. I would miss them in Oakland, and I'm sure Oakland will miss them. But I think Las Vegas is viable market. I do too. I do too. Especially like now they've changed so many rules to like gambling in sports now, and it's legal, it's on the card. Bringing somebody in like Jason Witten, and we all know if you watched Hard Knocks, um, um, Darren Waller's um, previous issues in the league, what took him so long to break out. They paid the man, and it's going to be in Las Vegas. I'm wondering how the turnstile style of fan is going to be. I'm here in Oakland right now, and there's going to be a ton of people that is going to travel because it's a hop, skip, and a jump. But there is going to be an influx of, like, 
people coming in. It's a tourist place. I guess San Francisco is touristy. But that's going to be interesting if, you know, TMZ, what are we seeing? What is the culture going to be like? Um, being from Oakland, and I don't know if you heard the <laughs> heard the horror stories back in the day, keeping these players out of off of International Boulevard and Sweet Jimmy's and uh, Jeffrey's Inner Circle and Mingles and is 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 a challenge. So, could you imagine them playing in those places I was naming? Is just look them up. <laughs> they the the, the uh. but anyway, they're going to be in Vegas. They're going to be in Vegas. So that's going to be an interesting twist to it. They got a, a new stadium. Will the black hole travel? They will. They will. But I want to ask you guys, what do you think? Should they make another? Is the black hole dead? Could they just slap a black hole on their end zone and just call it the black hole? Or is the black hole an Oakland thing? Yeah, guys, let me know in, um, in comments. Feel, feel, feel free to tweet it at me, the network one. Replace the threes and the the. Um, you can see the the link is in description in the notes. We're gonna work on um, pulling t together some some segments, um, possibly seeing if we can get some interviews in here. We're going to be filtered information slowly, and this is all hypothetically speaking. If we have a football um, season anyway, but we're gonna have some fun with it. Um, looks like we're running up on about thirty minutes here. If you guys have anything else to say in chat, I think I'm gonna wrap it up here. Thank you guys for tuning in. Check out The Back Show. The Back Row Show Fantasy Football on your, all your podcasts. This one should be hitting your podcast as soon as I upload it. I have to check it out. Check it out. Maybe we'll run it back and do it again. Thank you guys for tuning in. I am not done yet. I am not done yet. You guys play fantasy football. We do have multiple fantasy football leagues. We just got to hold off and see if we have, or if we're going to have a season. If you guys are in the Empire Dynasty Fantasy Football League, I will be opening up rosters right after the draft, and we will discuss in there. You guys, um, thank you guys for sticking around. Um, the fact that it's our only dynasty league, we kind of have to go in, go on as of right now. Um, as business as usual, I will not be collecting any dues until we know if we're having a season. So don't worry about that at all. Um, thank you, guys. Um, times like this, I'm fortunate to do something with my time and come in here and work on my craft and try to get better. Um, if you guys um, want, you guys are always welcome to come hang out and join my journey with me. Um, I say I'm a lot and I will. More than likely stop doing that. We're going to keep the energy going and keep it positive. I like to say what's up to um, Team Gavek, Schumer Network, also to Legion Gaming, uh, Lenovo. What's up? We are affiliate over here. Shout out to the Bammies. Shout out to the Bammies. Shout out to Fantasy Fuel to um, is put me on this opportunity to um, have some fun with you guys and come, to, come, come see you guys about once a week. Um, we go head out on that note. And we go catch y'all later. All right.